Join me right now, back on the show, is UFC welterweight slasher Dwight Grant. What's going on, Dwight? Hey, how you doing, man? It's going pretty good. Dwight, I want to ask you first about a new movie coming out soon, the remake of Bad Boys 2 starring Dwight Grant and Justin Willis. When is that <laughs> hitting theaters? Oh, man. Uh, well, you about, to, you about to see uh, a quick trailer uh, April 13th, and you're going to see some more uh, later on in the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back to your uh, first win. You got your first win in the octagon at UFC Prague. Yeah. You connected mm -hmm. with a hard, hard overhand right. Carlo, he, his mouthpiece flew out, man. It went flying. He dropped to the ground. You hit him with a couple punches. You know, the yeah. ref jumped in with one second left. It was a good fight. Well, when you walked away, it seemed like you weren't really excited about your, the win. What was going through your mind? Oh uh, no! Nah, I'm always like that. <laughs> Every time I win, I just, I just, I just walk away. You know, it's like a, I just imagine that the person that I'm fighting, like their family's watching, so I don't want to like just be uh, jumping up and down and screaming. And yeah, you know, I, just, I just, I just leave them alone. You know, I go celebrate backstage. <laughs> well, it seemed like Carlo, he wasn't really satisfied with that stoppage. What did he say after you were announced a winner? Because he seemed like he was shaking his head and telling you something after the fight. Oh, he was just saying like you know, like uh, we both were in here. You know, you know what really happened in here. You know, I I, I don't think he realized what happened uh, or or what, what it was. I mean, and like I said before, like I respect him for wanting to continue to fight. My thing is just that uh, you know, I I felt it stop. You know, I didn't even know. I didn't even understand uh, about the timing because uh, you know I'm fighting, so I'm not thinking about the time. You know, and then uh, once I kind of got the grasp of everything, I was like, oh, this guy. I, I can see like what he's trying to say, but he don't understand what I felt. You know what I mean? Like the the person is when somebody's done, you know they're done, and then you kind of have to keep going just for the referee to stop it. I felt he was done. I just kept hitting him because I wanted him to stop it. But I mean, honestly, it was just over. <laughs> yeah. Nevertheless, you got 50k bonus for your troubles. How <laughs> helpful was that for your life, man? Oh, it was great. You know, like uh, one of the things that really separates. The guys coming up from the guys that are already in the top 10, top you know, uh, 15, all stuff like that, is that uh, we don't have the resources to get the training and the things that we need to like be able to compete with them. So even if the skill level matches up, they might be able to push a little extra just because of the resources and stuff available. You know, like like, like a recovery, you know, uh, uh, certain other kinds of training, ability to like travel different places and get training. All that stuff makes a difference when you get into the top 10. So you know, I've seen that uh, with my, my my teammates at AKA, and I don't want to get to that point to where I'm able to do that. So, you know, I can compete with the best guys. You know? With that extra funds, you know, the extra funds that you have now for this training camp, were you able to add something to it, add something new? Well, the thing about it is uh, this was – last couple of fights have been uh, pretty quick, you know, like, like I want, you know. Uh, <laughs> but it's just that uh, nothing really changes for me so far. I, I have, uh, you know, uh, more people helping me, and that's about it. But uh, I haven't done anything drastic yet. You know, I haven't, like, traveled anywhere and got any training or – Something like that. But I want to. You know, so maybe after this fight, I'll, I'll try to do something like that. Well, you are getting a quick turnaround now. I think less than two months. UFC 236 in Atlanta. Were you surprised? Or did you ask for the, to be on this pay-per-view? Oh, like, uh, <laughs> the thing about it is, yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing. But it's like, I just uh, wanted to fight really soon. <laughs> so I was like, hey, uh, can I fight in April? And uh, what cards are in April? And I asked for like whatever cards in April, and then um, then I say if I can't get April, then I'll just fight in uh, in the beginning of May in Canada, you know, like like whatever I can get. And uh, I got this one, 
I didn't even realize like like how big the event was. Once I did, I was like, "That's pretty awesome," you know. And they put me in a main card too, so I was like, this is great. <laughs> Definitely, and you have a a top top opponent in Alan Joban. He's a notable yeah. name in the welterweight division. This is going to be on pay per view, like you said. How big yeah. of an opportunity is this for you? Oh, it's great. This is what I've always wanted. I mean, like a. The dream is the dream for me wasn't just to make it to UFC. I mean, like that was part of it, but it was to fight the best guys. I want to fight guys that I know, guys that I've seen fight, and I got excited to watch them fight before. And I was like, you know, you sitting at home to college, like I could beat that guy, like, <laughs> you know, like like I want to fight all those guys going forward, you know. So that's the main, uh, I guess, excitement for me. Like this, once I heard his name, I, I, my manager sent me a text, and he was like, "Hey, you want to fight this guy?" I was, I said, "The like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah, I want to fight him. <laughs> like, let me get him." So I want to I want to be able to keep doing that. That's the most exciting thing about this for me. After your last fight, did you go directly back to AKA and just continue training, or did you take a little break, a vacation? What happened in that time frame? I took a, I took like a week off. Uh, yeah, about a full week. Sunday to Sunday, yeah, about a full week off. Uh, you know, just to like reacclimate, and also because of jet lag, man. Like I was super sleepy. <laughs> you know, like even even before that fight. Like the, the way that they uh the the way it works, you, know, you go to the arena a little bit before um the fight, like a couple hours before, and I didn't calculate that into my sleep schedule. So I, when I got to the fight, I was like, dude, I need a nap. So I was back there like uh, taking a good a good sleep. Well, well after I finished and I got back home, like, I was just sleeping like like crazy. So it all caught up with me at the end. So after that week of sleeping, uh, I emerged to train again. You know. So it must be nice to finally be able to fight somewhere nearby, you know. It's only, what, a six-hour flight from California? Yeah, it's pretty close. I mean, it's, a, it's, definitely, um, it's definitely more convenient, that's for sure, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I enjoyed the whole thing about traveling and going overseas and uh, fighting. You know, like I, I grew up watching all the martial arts movies where people, you know, traveled and did all this stuff like that and were, like looking for a guy and they found the guy and they fought him just to get something somewhere else to fight another guy. Like that was kind of cool. So uh, when I was there, I enjoyed all that uh, aspect of it. And here too, uh, it's still pretty cool. In Atlanta, I have like friends and family over there too. So it's going to be really awesome. Well, speaking of finding a guy, looking for a guy to fight, is this the first time you're going to fight a model? A model? Yeah. You mean? <laughs> Your Alan's a model. He's a model, like a fashion like, model. Like he, models. oh yes, he yeah, for a look, that's, like he has. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, well, I've been sparring with Luke for like five years, so I guess that you know, I guess that prepares me for it. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> I got a side hustle. That's awesome, man. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alan, what are your thoughts on his skill set? You know, he's very skilled. He's very good all-around fighter. The potential of a striking battle, does that intrigue you? Yeah. Uh, th that's the thing that um gets him excited because uh somebody told me that he wanted to fight me because he wanted to, like, fight. And I was like, oh, thank goodness, man. <laughs> like, you know, like, because, you know, I just, I just don't want somebody to – you know, constantly trying to take me down. I'm sure he's going to try to take me down at some point in the fight. But, you know, it's just that constant, constant, like, uh, guarding my ankles, guarding my knees, guarding somebody trying to pull you down. That, that to me, is boring. I mean, it's still fighting. You know, I'm so excited to do it. But, like, I love the idea of having, like, a, a, a striking match for a bit. And then, like, you know, like, like getting to work some stuff and open up a bit, you know. So I'm pretty excited about it. Joban, he's coming off a neck injury, and he's been away from the cage for about 14 months. With the style that you have, 
could this be a major hindrance for him, you think? Nah, I mean, I don't think so. I watched him fight before, and, uh, like, I just I like the way he fights. I mean, like, for me personally, like I see opportunities for me to do stuff. So I mean, so that's that's it. I mean, whether or not he fought like every every other month or he took a year off, I think he would have the same style. I don't expect him to come back and be like you know gun shy or like you know weird or anything like that. Uh, he he has a bunch of fights already. I think it's like, like sixteen or, or more fights. So I mean, he, he should be fine. Uh, the only way it would be bad is if like he gets scared to get hit. Which shouldn't be a problem, you know. The guy, he looks like a fighter, so he should, he should fight. A lot of people are making comparisons between you and Allen. What aspect of your game do you feel that separates you from him? Really, B comparisons between our fighting styles? Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's nothing. We don't do anything like. <laughs> I mean, we both, we both strike. That's about it. But like, he goes by a different way. Uh, my style is like, you know, it's not really. Uh, put it into one form. Like he's more of a Thai boxer. I like Thai boxing, but I've been doing kung fu for like the longest. So it's like it's a whole bunch of different stuff in there. Uh, that's the only way I can see it. I mean, I don't understand uh, any other similarities. Oh, well, it, uh, maybe maybe he wants to win, uh, and I want to win, but uh, I'm gonna win. So that's the most important part. <laughs> that's the most important part. <laughs> right now, you know, you are 34 years of age. Is there more of an urgency for you? moving forward to get as many fights possible and rise in the rankings more than compared to someone that's 24 years old? I I don't know. Like, to me, I think I'm just, like, hungry because uh, I've been, like, deprived of food for so long. Like, I had a whole bunch of fights get canceled, and, uh, you know, it was just annoying. You know what I mean? Like, like prepare, having a camp, if I get canceled. Having another camp, if I get canceled. Or not this time, if I get canceled last minute. So all that stuff kind of just weighed on me. So when I got the opportunity to be in a place where I could be, uh, obviously be fed opponents, where I could be like, I can fight constantly, you know, uh, I'm ready to eat, you know, like I want to, I want to fight as much as I possibly can. And, uh, the only thing that's, you know, gonna put a pause on that is just that, you know, I need to rest in between at some point, but as of like, what's it, I've been in camp since like last October, like I fought in December, I fought, uh. I was supposed to fight in January, and I got canceled. But then I fought in uh, this last one in February, and I'll fight in April. And I'm going to fight again right after. So I'm trying to get the fights more out of just a, a love of the, the activity than an urgency to, to make it, you know? As you're knocking the door of the top 15, do you see anybody in, in the rankings that you would like to face maybe after this fight? Of course. <laughs> Dude, I've been watching the UFC. You got to understand. So just like everybody else like sits at home and watches it, I've been watching it too. And I've been watching guys, and I'm like, yeah, I want to fight that guy. Oh, I want to fight that guy. Oh, I would love to fight that guy. There's a bunch of guys who want to fight. But the thing about it is, uh, and the truth of it is, these guys don't want to fight you until, and it's smart, I guess, they don't want to fight you until you become, like, a a reasonable opponent in the sense that, like, you know, it makes sense for them to fight you. Because, you know, you learn, I had a long career of fighting people just at a drop of a hat, you know? Like, taking a fight a day's notice, taking a, like, you're not supposed to fight every single competitor that, that just pops up out of the blue, you know? So I understand that. But I want to get to the point to where when I do want to fight somebody out of the blue, they're like, yeah, I want to fight that guy. And then I can just get a bunch of fights with the top guys all the time. That's the most important thing for me. I mean, like, I, I, I want to obviously be champion and I want to do the whole thing. But the best thing about being a champion, to, to me, 
would be that you get to fight all the best guys all the time. Like you never have to look for an opponent. Everybody want to fight you, <laughs> you know. So that's that's uh, the kind of thing. So I definitely have people I want to fight in, in, in the top uh, part of the, the rankings. Yeah, I think a lot of times those guys are also forced to fight one of the up and coming guys in a way because <laughs> they refuse fight so many times. You know, you've seen it happen. They might not say yeah. it, you know in the news, but I think there are a lot of guys are forced to fight you know the up and coming guys. That would be me. I, I just talk about it right now, and my cells are vibrating. <laughs> like just the idea, the idea of like you know just being a champion, training, and then like watching this guy rise up the ranks and then shut him down. <laughs> you know, like like not not on some like evil stuff, but just like you know you just just elevating yourself to the to that point. Like like back in the day, I would watch. Uh, I mean like 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 Pride FC some of that, and you would see like the build up video, and they would show this guy and all his fights, and then they would show the the champ. In the, in, the, in the gym, jumping rope, like watching it. Like, I'm just excited for the fight, man. Like, I, I like fighting a lot, as you can tell. <laughs> so, it, oh, it, just, it just got me excited. <laughs> uh, that, that, I think you're right. There are people who uh, get forced. But I still believe it, it might be naive. These guys got to love doing it. You know, they got to, like, uh, they got to love it. Because this this is not something that uh, I think you would just do out of just the necessity for funds or the necessity for uh you know, fame. You gotta love doing this at some point. Well, there was a big shakeup recently in the welterweight division with Kamaru Usman dominating oh, yeah. Tyron Woodley. Did you see that coming? You know, did you see a fight like that transpiring between these two guys? Because personally, I didn't think it was gonna happen that way. No, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. Uh, and it's it's no uh, knock on uh, Usman. Just that you know, Woodley. Anybody that fights. You're gonna uh, expect them to behave the way they, they usually do. I mean, like you know, you're gonna have some kind of whatever you've seen them do. You're gonna expect them to do again. And when you kind of compare those two things, you would have thought that Willie would have been uh, a little bit more active in the fight, you know, and, and done more. I mean, like uh, just just out of just some normal like screw it, I'm gonna go all out kind of stuff. Or you know, even even if people people try to say like his fighting style wasn't great, which I think is not true at all. I've been watching Willie fight. Since he's been a strike force, like, like he's a great, a great competitor. Like you know, it, but even any fight that you say that he didn't, he didn't perform well, and you saw him like explode and do some craziness, you know. So uh, I expected that at some point in the fight, I, and I was waiting for it, even to the last second. Like I was, I was waiting for it. I was, it's gonna happen, you know. But it didn't happen, you know. Uh, but I, I definitely didn't see it coming. That, that's for sure. Do you think Kobe Covington deserves the next shot at the title, even though he's been sitting out and refusing fights all day? I mean, deserves it. I, I would uh, like to see um, uh, Willie get his, his uh, title uh, rematch back because, I mean, he had it for so long, and he's been, you know, competing and, and doing great champion. He's been doing all other stuff, cool stuff too. So I would like to have seen him get that fight back. Also because of the way it happened and how it was, how it played out afterwards, where, you know, you just felt like as a fan you didn't get to see, like, the champ express himself as champ, you know? So... I, and I, I think I think uh, Usman too. He he wants to fight and say he beat the best Woodley. I, I don't I don't know what he's thinking, but I think anybody who loves fighting, when you beat the champion, you want to beat them in a way where he's like, yeah, I beat this guy at his best, you know. So uh, I would like to see that. But I mean, Covington, you want to see him fight because everybody wants to kind of see him get beat up. To be honest, right? <laughs> so so you, 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 you whether uh, Usman does it or um, or uh, Woodley would be good. But I think. I would rather see Woodley do it because they had like a personal kind of stake involved. They were like talking back and forth with each other, you know? That probably would have been a little bit more satisfying. You mentioned earlier about movies. 
you know, guys yeah. going to another country, finding this guy to fight this guy. You know, there's a yeah. lot of movies out there from, from the 80s, from the 90s to the 2000s. What movie can you turn on to inspire you? What sports movie do you like to watch <laughs> continually over and over and over again until someone says, like, turn it off? Uh, you, you, you opening a can of worms right now. It's about to explode. <laughs> uh, all I do is watch these movies. So uh, the movie that, that probably changed my life was, uh, well, two. And, and the two, they're so close together, you probably got confused, is Kickboxer and Bloodsport, right? <laughs> like, like, I watched those movies so much when I was a kid, over and over again, that, like, it's ridiculous. But the movie that gets me the most hype is probably, uh, well, definitely, is, is uh, Last Dragon uh, with Bruce Leroy. Like, I, I watched that movie, like, over and over again, even uh, to this day. So those are, are probably the two, I would say, that had the biggest impact, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think anybody from that era, Bloodsport mm -hmm. and Kickboxer, is the yeah. top two movies from that time. You know, Jean-Claude Van Damme will forever live in every kid's <laughs> yeah. mind, you know, that loved martial arts, right? Yeah, man. Like, like uh, the movie, like, the adventure of it, and a bunch of all those movies. Like, he, like uh, even uh, like Jack Chan had a lot of movies where, like, not that where he was a sports movie, but where he traveled around the world looking for stuff, like uh, Armor of God, and, and uh, even, even movies like... um. Even movies like Supercop, where like they're just traveling around looking for something or trying to solve a, solve some, some problem, and they get to this big fight scene, and you just they're watching it like, oh my gosh, like this is absolutely amazing. And then you go to school the next day, and you talk to your <laughs> friends about it, and try to like show them what it was, and nobody understands what you're trying to say. <laughs> and he was like that. He was like that. And they're like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. All right, man, chill. <laughs> yeah, well, that was at least my my experience with it, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I think uh, all those movies really inspired a lot of guys a lot of uh, a lot of fighters to, to to keep doing it and a lot of people who do martial arts uh to do it and i, and I have to mention the the ultimate movie uh of uh of traveling and fighting uh enter the dragon you know <laughs> like I, I i just watched some clips from that movie not not an hour ago <laughs> so yeah like uh definitely those movies are awesome two underrated jean-claude van Damme movies cyborg and lionheart oh lionheart <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's probably my favorite one. To be honest, that's probably my, yeah. That movie used to get me so hyped when I was a kid. I don't know, maybe it's uh because of like the setting or whatever it was. But that last fight in the arena, man, it was so mm -hmm. awesome. I thought like even as a kid, I was like, there's no way this guy can beat this guy. This guy's huge. <laughs> like it's just it's just not gonna happen. I mean, you've been winning the whole movie, but this guy, nah, man, you know. And it it got it gets you hyped in like a it almost a Dragon Ball Z kind of like uh, way where like you see this guy like digging deep to finish this other guy and it's almost impossible odds. That Lionheart is probably my, is probably my favorite, uh, favorite favorite Van Damme movie to be honest. April 13th, UFC 236. Yeah, Atlanta, Georgia pay-per-view, man. I'm, I'm hyped for this fight because this is some great matchmaking that they have done with you. So good luck to you, man. And I'll always thank you for your time. Uh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it.